Hey everybody, it's the Title IX Podcast and the Cycling Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley with my friend Elisa Woods who has a badass hat on tonight. Heck yeah. I think it's the hat we talked about on our last podcast, Is right? Is it? Yeah, I think we did. It's the cheetah print Dodgers baseball yes. cap and it's... It's delightful. And I look like a sporty spice. You do look like a sporty spice, and your shoes are amazing, too. They're also cheetah. Yep. You know, I always say, I'm always wearing cheetah, and if you can't see it, it's my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you always say? I do always say that, actually. I've been saying that for years. God. (laughs) Now the world knows. I'm so grateful we got that. (laughs) Our podcast tonight is sponsored by Jared's Mustache. (laughs) Okay, the truth is, Jared asked me if he should do it, and I told him to do it, and he did it, and I don't hate it, and Elisa, admit it. Admit it. I don't hate it, but I also don't want to date him, (laughs) so (laughs) as just like a a fellow human, it's fine, (laughs) but I'm just saying, ladies. Ladies, mm, slide into Jared's DMs. No, I think that there will be a (laughs) drop-off. <laughs> what do you think, Jared? Has there been an objective drop drop off yet? So uh, this uh, sample size is still too low. <laughs> With that, let's talk about the actual sponsor of our podcast, the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Ooh, it just about knocked over some shelves. Oh my gosh, that can's about to fall off. Intern Brandon worked really hard to put those up. (laughs) Forgot about that. I can't believe we've just allowed this this terrible display to continue. (laughs) No, listen, I've almost knocked mine over about 45 (laughs) times, and the one time you almost knock yours over, I'm like, oh. (laughs) We need to come in here and redo this. Oh yeah. Sorry, intern Brandon, who is no longer in. No, I just got a cricket. I'm about to put yeah. live, live, laugh, love up here. <laughs> intern Brandon got engaged this weekend. So Did stop, he really? Stop being mean to intern. Oh, Brandon, that's, congratulations, Brandon. Congrats. That's great. He Congra- definitely isn't Congra- listening to this podcast. Well, how do you know? We're friends on social media. I'm pretty confident. I'm mm. sure I'm not friends with him <laughs> on social media. Sorry. Uh, you know, I think a couple weeks ago we were talking about how cold it was um, for the students at the Ivy College, but now yeah. it's, now it feels like spring. So good for those kids. I think it's still cold. Tomorrow is supposed to be better. Okay. Tuesday's supposed to be better through the rest of the week. Well, today was the day that I had off. I wanted it to be today. Oh, yeah. I feel that. Give them their hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. They pay big money for that hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. <laughs> Thanks to the Ivy College of Business. We love you. Okay, you can be done now. Okay. <laughs> Our whole Cyclomanag Podcast Network is fueled by Cody Road and the other great spirits made by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. Guys, if you're not following them on social media, you should because the drinks they post are beautiful. And, and mostly because they retweet us a lot. <laughs> Well, we love each other. It's a mutually retweeting relationship. It is. It's a retweetership. I'm trying to think of like a bromance, but like Twitter bromance (laughs) works for me. I'll work on that, guys. For next time. Um, Let's do our super patron. Now, Cole did not give me the pronunciation of his last name. So I'm going to guess. I think it's Ciders. Okay. It's S-I-D-E-R-S. Would you say Ciders or Sitters? I think ciders. ciders. Yeah. Well, Cole, um, Cole's dad graduated from Iowa State in 1990. This is great. Uh, he said before that his grandpa had season tickets to the team out east. So Cole <laughs> would bring jerseys for each team to the Cyhawk game and put on the jersey of whoever was winning. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> but he said thankfully he ended up a Cyclone, graduated with an accounting degree in 2019. So thank you, Cole. We appreciate your support. 
Um, I don't know. I'm just going to come out and say this. With what could possibly happen with our men's basketball coach, it might be a good time to sign on to become a super patron or join on the premium message board just because there might be some insider nuggets coming if that were to play out. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know anything. I don't have any information, but I'm just saying what if. I do. I do. Mm, I'm sure you do. I got nothing. Absolutely. I have less than the person standing out on the street out there. At the uh, ice cream shop across the street? Yeah. The unnamed ice cream (laughs) shop because they don't sponsor our podcast. No free ads. No free ads. Do you want to talk about men's basketball? Unless you're the ice shop. Oh, yeah. We gave them so much (laughs) love. But they needed it. They're an ice shop. They still need it. Let's pray for 61.5 and if they ever <laughs> If they ever want to advertise, then they know where to go. That's right. Heck yeah. That's right. Do you want to talk about men's basketball at all? Mm. About senior night? Because I'm not going to give anything away, but your rant in our group chat, <laughs> I don't um, think we can repeat it here. I was thinking about Coleman Lands at one point was like seven for seven. Yeah, he had a nice game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was happy for him. Let me see. I did go on a rant, and you guys just, like, didn't say anything. That's, that's, I was beside myself. Jared was quite literally at a loss for words. He said that in his column. But was, then he found words. I was working. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't... I mean, we can't repeat what you said. No, we no. can't. But some of it is funny. Um, the one... The, I'm sorry. That one call, like, even if we were going to win the refs just blew it with that one call where he's out of bounds jumps yeah hits the ball and then lands back out of bounds again and bro you were four feet from it did you see what happened today in the girls state tournament this no. is proving quite, to be much more difficult call to make quite literally the same thing uh, except no. it it ended in a buzzer beating win yeah, I was saying That's quite crazy. literally the difference is that it was the last play of the like, game and it led to a bucket. Was it the Ankeny Centennial? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. That's why it was like the, so the, um, the commentator was almost silent yes, at I the very end. actually listened like, to it a couple of times and you, go yes. Yeah. And I was like, well, that wasn't a very good call. And then yeah. I realized it was because I think he probably assumed she was out of bounds. Oh, wow. You should watch it. It'll, okay. I feel really bad for the girl who was out of bounds because she's going to have to watch that clip from now until, you know, everyone's going to be like, remember yeah. that time? And, you know, but whatever. I do want to say, though, that the fact that the game was even tied, like, there's a lot of variables yeah. that go into this. Yeah. Because it's like, they tied the game on a pass to the middle of the lane, <laughs> hit by the defender into the basket. Yes. Yeah. And this isn't like they're throwing an alley oop or something. No, the ball <laughs> literally hit her hand and went in the basket. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It's, it's one of the weirdest. I don't know what sixty seconds. You and couldn't duplicate it if you tried. I think that's I true. Think. That's funny. But it's just funny that I I immediately thought the same thing and I thought of Bloom and I was like, you poor sap for trying to defend <laughs> officials. It's not a good week yeah, for you, buddy. Not yeah. a good. I think he even tweeted that that was a bad yeah. call. I mean, it was. But then I also said um, that everything just seemed like it was a half second too late. Like the pick, the like in the it, men's game. You're yeah, talking about? in the men's game. Sorry, going back to the men's game. But everything like the, the pass, the pick, like just you just missed it by a half second. And I think that that's this. It's kind of the season in a yeah. <laughs> that's this season in a nutshell. Is that they're just not quite sure if they're throwing it to the right place. They're not quite sure where they're supposed to be setting the pick, and that's. I will just leave this nugget right there. That's not a player issue. I'm good with that. That's a good place to leave it. I just think that it's really baffling now how every time that they've been in these close games, like, they just cannot make the play that you need to make to win the Mm -hmm. game. Right. And, like, and that, I will say, 
that does to an extent probably come down to player things. And like, there's, I think there's some give and take there. There is a lot that I think is not a player thing, and we've talked about that plenty. But like, when it's time to get a stop, you know, and you, you're down two. On defense, yes, yeah. I'll agree with and that. It's like, they had that situation with what, 40 something mm-hmm. seconds left. It's like, we get this stop, we get the ball, and we can go and win the game. Yeah. And they couldn't get the stop. Yeah. Someone got drove right past and gave up a bucket. Oh, it's yeah. Like, those are the things that like, that's happened a lot more than it probably should, you know? So, like, those ones, like, it, that, like that's a player deal. But there's a lot more to I'll it. I'll agree with that. that. I will just say that there aren't there aren't effective plays being called no. down the stretch yes. to help us on the offensive side. And it's amazing. To, and it's this has I, – I always criticize people for comparing Bill Fenley and Steve Prom, but I'm going to do it here. Uh, it's just funny because Bill Fenley is so good at drawing mm-hmm. plays, you know, inbounds plays or plays coming out of the timeout, and it's just such a stark contrast right now. But, yeah. you know, that's also years of building into that and execution and things like that. But. Well, and it was like – because they went, funny. they called a timeout and then they came out and went two for one, mm-hmm. down two, or right, were they down two? Yeah, and the three pointer that they took on the on the mm-hmm. one, the first one of the two for one in the corner, in the corner where it was completely like on two K, it would have been a hundred percent smothered, <laughs> right? You know, and I I sat there and I was like, okay, I understand you called a timeout, you want to get the two for one, you ran a play. But there was also like 20 seconds yeah. on the shot clock still. Right. So it's not like yeah. they were in danger of losing the two for one. They just took a bad shot. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like those are the things that I just don't understand where I'm like, you just called a timeout to run a play and the play you, this is your play. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly what Elisa's saying. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they, they call a timeout and then just run a play for an inbounds play, not for a scoring play. Like, well, you should you know, just more to out, this, right? Should, yeah. You should just left them out there to play <laughs> if you weren't going to call up a play right. to like put a ball put the ball in the basket i also think there's something to be said for the fact that and i don't think it's any secret right now these teams that they're playing they're not getting anybody's best shot yeah. all right like every team that they've played except sans tcu and probably kansas state did you say the, sans i like that keep going uh the two teams <laughs> that are most com- like comparable to them yeah. in, in the league yeah th- they've gotten probably their best sh- their best shot but like they can't even beat these teams when they're like s- that's what is so crazy about this to me is that you how like they haven't just stumbled into a win (laughs) well that is absolutely true just this the sheer luck of not getting a win is amazing to me and that's why i mean that's why it's not like they're trash players you know there's talent on that team but that's why it's so rare for teams to go over in the league is because like Sometimes it's just somebody somebody had a bad night yeah. and all of a sudden you just hit one shot right. that you needed to hit. Right? Wait, you know, you know in Superman or in Spider Man with Miles Morales. Yes, I am quoting a movie right now. But he gets every question. <laughs> he like hands in his test. He's like trying to get out of this school that he doesn't want to go to, and he hands in his test and he's gotten every single question wrong. And the teacher is like, you know, the thing about the true false is that. If even if you're gonna guess, you're gonna get fifty percent, and then she writes like a hundred percent on there. Like even if you just show up, you're right. probably gonna win a game. Right, and that's where. <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> but that's what's so crazy about the whole deal to me is that, like, even on these nights when they've played some of these teams that play, like they just play awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that Baylor game, like, it's played awful. Yeah. You know, and still lost. And that's like that's what I can't understand now. And that's where. 
it almost is like the basketball gods are punishing them <laughs> for some reason. And I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know what why that is. But they just have, like, no goodwill. Yeah, it's that, not that, good that right has now. gone their way. And, like, I know Alex Gukin was tweeting about the uh, Ken Palm mm-hmm. luck stat last week. And I know that's not actual luck. But, like, so you got to get lucky sometimes. I know, just, right? Like, you end up winning a game. And right. they can't get any luck whatsoever to where anything goes their way. Can't it, buy a basket. Crazy. It's bad. Uh, but it is March 1st, which means March Madness is upon us. And I'm strangely excited. I am too. That's And this is why I want you to put your headset on, Jared, because I'm curious about this. So I think we can all agree that Gonzaga is the clear number one, right? I don't know about that. You think Michigan? Michigan? I think Michigan's pretty damn good. I think Michigan. Do you Gonz- th- I just don't think Gonzaga plays enough people. Well, that's, yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so let's put Gonzaga and Michigan up there. Okay. And then there's everybody else. I yeah. mean, even at this oh, point, yeah. I think Baylor's... I do think I think, I think I think Baylor still belongs in that tier, but I think it's going to take them a, some slack. Yeah, I cut yeah. them slack too. I think it's just going to take a little bit. I think by tournament time they'll be all right. Yeah, but right now. Oh yeah. So, but I think the drop off is exciting to me because I think everybody else it's like a free for all. Yeah. And I know we talked earlier about how up until this point basketball season's kind of been a meh. Yeah. But I think this it can make for a wild tournament. Yeah. Do you, I don't know. Is that no, why you're yeah, excited? I'm t- yeah, I'm excited for but it. But this is what I wanted to ask you, because I'm assuming you've looked at the contingency plans and how replacement teams are. Have you not? Not really. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me right now. Well, I'm just curious about it. Like what you think of how it'll, have you looked at it? Well, I don't know what you're talking okay. about. So they, how, they're repl- how they're replaced. I did kind of see it, but I, like I said, I, not my concern when. When we're not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I, just a general, this is generalizing a little bit, but basically if you're an automatic qualifier, you can designate a team to step in. If after, I think it's 48 hours after they announce the brackets, if you fail a, you know, like COVID testing, the conference has a replacement team that they plug in oh. and then that conference team or that, that second team goes in. Interesting. So does but the then, school pick the, the team? I think or? it's the conference. Oh man. I was going to say, cause that would be awesome. If it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like the Ohio valley or something like that and it's murray and belmont (laughs) and like they're the two and you know whoever it is they're like not them. No, you're not going. You're our, our tribal. <laughs> yes. We'll pick someone who not didn't you. win a game before we pick you. <laughs> so I think I, I, it's my understanding it's a conference, so they designate. But it, what I understand is it's it's only 48 hours after they announce, and then after that, it becomes a forfeit situation. So if they um, if they fail the COVID tests 48 hours after the selection selection Sunday, Sunday because the games start when the following Friday. St- Friday. Yep. Yeah, because oh, okay. they're starting on Friday this year. Okay. Which is a, another change. Okay. So it'll be interesting because there could be some, and I think the seating could change at that point too. So I don't there think could, it does. See, that's what I didn't understand. But, but I think it's a difference between the automatic qualifiers and like different leagues with different. You can't change the seating. See, this is what I because but, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll have already filled out my bracket. But it's all they're all in one place. So I mean, then is CBS going to have another four hour <laughs> seating? See, but that's what would be interesting because it's like I think if it's the at larges, then someone like from the at large pool can replace them, right? Like that was lower. Like, see, but I, that's where it's like if a 15 seed all of a sudden yes, can't play, right? And then you know someone do they like could they replace them with Duke? 
you know? And like all of a sudden a two seed has <laughs> to play Duke. Like I that, love it. That yes. would be awful. That would be amazing. Like, okay, hold on. Like this... just wait until Iowa is supposed to play, you know. <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, I, right. Like all, no, they're supposed to play like some team that won the summit or something like that. <laughs> they they can't come. And then all of a sudden it gets replaced and you're playing uh, whoever the last team out is, <laughs> which very well could be Duke, honestly. Okay, here's what it says. This is – and. Okay, it says if, if there are COVID-19 issues with a qualifying school leading up to the NCAA selection show, conferences get to designate a replacement team. It will be seated in the bracket based upon its own body of work. But that's leading up to the selection show. That's before um, they even... So that would be like... That's before they've even announced the brackets. So that would be like if, if no. March Madness got over and then that week between the tournament, No, it right? says the contingency plan applies to the short period between the announcement of the brackets and the start of the games later that week. Oh, okay. But so it said leading up to the selection. It did say that, but that's why I'm confused about this. I mean... <laughs> they can't just make it It's going to be madness. This madness. Really, this is really it's weird that the NCAA mud. made something really right? confusing. It's, it's shocking. <laughs> but I don't know. It, and the funny part is I was thinking, you know, what if some team... This won't happen. But what if a team wins their first two games because of a forfeit due to COVID? Like, it could just be bananas. That's crazy. Yeah, I hope that none of that happens. And I hope it's just a straightforward tournament because, yeah. I mean, we all love it for a reason. I but. can't, I don't have the heart to fill out more than a, one bracket. Breaking news, Delaware State is headed to the <laughs> Final Four after every round of the tournament had to be forfeited. It's going to be wild. I don't know. And I I should have – I read several articles and I left more confused. I initially just read the bullet points that yeah. the NCAA um, issued and then I was like, well, but what about this? And then I read that I shouldn't have read yeah. more. I should have just stayed with my first level <laughs> of confusion. What but. I think is fun is that there are those – like there's usually like one team that we look at and it's like they are the clear favorites. But mm -hmm. I think that there's the three. And then there's like a tier two yeah. that on any given night, they could probably beat anybody in tier one, Yeah. but they're not, but they also have some inherent flaws that like could prevent them from being able to, like could, they could get upset. Like I was a team that I think could beat anybody in the country, also but could also could upset. lose. Yeah. Totally okay. Wait, I have breaking news. <laughs> According to sports illustrated, once the bracket is finalized and released, teams will not be reseeded. But that's not what they. That's not. That's also contrary to what they say later. So it doesn't. I don't know. Point is, we're gonna find out. Cause so no breaking news. <sighs> Sorry. That was a CNN cryon type <laughs> breaking <laughs> news right there. We're gonna find out. Uh, it's gonna be wild. Yeah. But no, I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. But I did. I, so. I just think that that's like what's cool about this tournament is like we still don't know who the fourth number one seed mm -hmm. is gonna be. I mean, I think it could get to Selection Sunday and we're all like, who the hell is the fourth number one seed? Yeah. Because no one has really earned it. You yeah. Know? Can we can we petition not to make it a six-hour selection show? Mm. I'm so done with that. Yeah. Someone released the I think the this should early. be the year. Just to give it to yeah. us. We don't we don't need any Just more waiting. Just put the whole thing up. Let us, let us take a picture of it and then... We can deal with it ourselves. Peace out. Yeah. Then break it down after that. I'm cool with that. Okay, enough basketball. Let's talk about cyclone softball. Did okay. you see the weekend? Yes. Holy smokes. They went 4-1 and one over the weekend in Arizona. Their only loss was to a ranked Arizona State team. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Sammy Williams, in that loss, went 3-for-3 three three with two home runs and three RBIs. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> she also had five RBIs. No big deal. In the game against Portland State on Friday. She is on fire. She is crazy on fire. I, I watched the interview where um, she was like, yeah, I was just surprised that I was like, 
Big 12 Player of the Week because it was such like a team, yes, team effort. Right. And it's like, oh, sweetheart. But I legit think she is oblivious to this stuff because I I asked her about you know were you guys aware of the fact that you were on pace for the best start and, and she's like yeah I mean we kind of knew it was out there but I guess when it happened we didn't really sign I'm like what <laughs> what but now they're at 13 and two on the season and and I don't know it's just. I don't know how you feel about this, but <clears throat> between the cyclone softball team and the cyclone basketball team and swimming and diving, I, did you look into this? Yes. Okay. They're, I mean, they're doing well too. Is I don't, <clears throat> I don't know a damn thing about swimming. Admittedly, I had, I had, I had intentions. Trouble. You had intentions <laughs> of looking. Well, I struggled to break down the analysis that I <laughs> found. Are, were you a swimmer? No, okay. but um, I'm a fan. See, I don't know anything about it, so I need to work on that. I'm pr- I, I really like swimming. I, so I worked at Byer Hall. Oh, okay. Um, and there were just so many swim meets yeah. and stuff, and I'd go out there, and I like I would be, I would work with like the um, lifeguards, yeah. and they would kind of like report to me sometimes, and so. So you're exp- you have exposure to it. Yeah. Well, I I need to be better about swimming and diving, but I do know that um, I just think an unintended consequence positive consequence of the men's basketball team you know is that there's just been exposure and not and and also of the pandemic yeah it's just that there's been more exposure because of platforms like espn plus at any given time you can turn on espn plus and there's women's sports on yep and it's been really awesome and i was thinking i actually had this as a point in our outline for the pod tonight and then on the way here i was listening to coach's corner and i heard coach Fenley say it too Mm -hmm. just that he had no idea you know obviously we want fans in the stands but he had no idea how many people would be throwing on the women's basketball game. And he said, you know, maybe we've picked up a few fans. And I think yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, Cyclone women play their season finale on Wednesday uh, against Kansas State. That's their last game before the Big 12 tournament. They kicked West Virginia's booty <laughs> last week. Did you watch? I mean, it was a shellacking. I can't I feel like that was a long time ago. That was Wednesday. I swear I did. I bet you did. It does feel like a long time ago. It was. It wasn't close. Yeah. So, um, they're locked in the four or five game in the Big Twelve tournament down in Kansas City, which starts March 11th, I think, or March 12th. So that's right around the corner too. Yeah. It's just been a fun spring of women's sports. I just love the mention of Kansas City in the it spring. Just, yeah. I know. I know. It just brings like power and light. I know, but I had a weird moment today. I woke up and I heard the, in my head, I heard the CBS uh, college basketball theme song in my head, you know, the March (laughs) Madness intro. And I was like, it's March. And then I had this flashback to one year ago and I texted Jared about this. Like the world, we just had no idea what was coming at us. And I hate thinking about it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. We just didn't know. We missed an entire year of March Madness. And it was just... It just was so jarring because I think we all as sports fans look forward to those couple of weeks. Yeah. And they were just gone. Yeah. And it, and we had no idea what was coming or what was going to come out on the other end of it. And I mean, we still don't entirely know. Yeah. (sighs) No, I know. I was listening to the radio this morning and, um, somebody mentioned something about like March Madness and I was like, well, that's a ways away. And then I was like, (laughs) hold up, hold up. This March is the same March as March Madness. That's the same March. Yeah. Crazy enough. Yeah. The same name even. And I was like, but they've got like 12 games left. And then I was like, no, no. 
I mean, the, our, our men's team has a couple of makeup games, I guess, <laughs> in a very short period of time. I but. mean, before what, though? What, before March Madness. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> I just wish we could all go down to Kansas City in the Power and Light District this year, but next year, maybe. Maybe, maybe ISU goes to Kansas. <laughs> Never mind. Runs the table? Yeah. It could happen. That would be March. Right, Jared? The March Madnessist. Are you going? No. No. Are you sad? No. <laughs> you better pack your, you better have an emergency bag ready. Like when I went to the hospital, snacks, underwear, it's all you're going to need. underwear. Yeah. That's all you're going to need. I think even if they won on Wednesday, I wouldn't go on Thursday. If they, if they win two games in the tournament, will you shave your mustache? If they win two games in the Big 12 tournament? Yeah. Okay, so let me think about this. They're, no, well, they're there's gonna, no thinking. Yeah. Just answer. They're, they're going to be the 10. So right now, I think they're likely going to play Texas Tech in the first game of the tournament. So they'd have to beat Texas Tech, and then they would have to beat Baylor on back-to-back days. Okay, so if answer that the happens, question. yes, I will shave my mustache. <laughs> is this like when Chris said he would get a Scott Drew tattoo? This, this will be just like when I said I'd get a Danny Knee tattoo, <laughs> or Barry Collier. Sorry. If they don't, if they don't win the first two games, then I'll shave my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a perfect time to take a break. We've started the first segment and ended up talking about Jared and Elise's mustaches. <laughs> All right. We're also brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and Be beyond. authentic. Not yet. You're oh, too early. <laughs> for your team or small business, check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Be authentic. No. no. Look authentic, feel authentic. Be authentic. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, I'm we're back and I'm officially sweating. Because we couldn't go a podcast without both of us sweating. <laughs> what do you have in your sweatshirt? Is that chocolate? Oh, who knows? <laughs> this was under my bed. <laughs> your sweatshirt? Yeah. Uh, I just noticed it. You didn't hmm. just drop it on your... <laughs> She's sniffing it. Well, it's old enough that it doesn't smell anymore. <laughs> I forgot to say what I was pissed off about before I came over for the pot. I can't believe I forgot to talk about it. What was it? Baylor, the women's basketball team. Oh, I was watching that game. I cannot. Okay. (laughs) That team drives me insane, as does its fearless leader. I just, there's something about the way they are on the sidelines and the way they are to other teams. It's just very, uh, what's the word? Condescending? Yes. Yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, because there's a fine line between just being pumped up and excited, and you know, like showing your own strength. And I'm all for that. And bad sportsmanship. Yes, Mm -hmm. and they're very close to bad sportsmanship. Elise is taking a sip. 
Just, How do you feel about it? I know I agree. Did you see the the offensive foul call on Charlie Collier? No, okay. I was watching it and then Malcolm unplugged the Roku, so that was the end of that. Well, let me just tell you what happened. Okay, okay. so I don't even know which Baylor post player it was, but uh, Texas is on offense and it comes down and they call a offensive foul on Charlie Collier, and she, the Baylor girl, had her arms around Charlie, and Charlie put her hands in the air and they called a foul on Charlie, and I don't understand except the only. Th- the only explanation for this is that Kim Mulkey was in the officials ear all game. I don't want to hear it. That's the only explanation. It was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Worse than. Yes. Worse than being a foot out of bounds. (laughs) (sighs) I just do not. I hope they get bounced in the tournament so fast, which I know is not good for women's basketball. I don't care. I cannot stand the Baylor lady bears. I don't care. I hope that they get all their turkey sandwiches switched for Vegemite. Have you ever had Vegemite? No, I don't know. I was just trying to think of something. I've never had it, but I've heard it's gross. Spam? I hope that they get it all switched for hairy bologna. What's hairy bologna? I don't know. Bologna with a bunch of hair on it. It's disgusting. Well? I was just saying, I don't think that's any specific thing. I think it's just gross bologna. Well, I hope oh. that they just have some unfortunate circumstances with their lunches, okay? okay. <laughs> like their box lunches. Not enough to, like, make them sick or anything. Just I just hope it's... Just disgusting. I just hope it's off-putting. Like, whoever, whoever made them forgot to wear their hair net. Right. Yeah, just a couple right. of pieces of stray hair. I, I'm fully on board for this. Right. That's what you get. Uh, Can we talk about Simone Biles really quick? Heck yeah. Okay, so I don't know how we missed this, but she was on 60 Minutes a couple of weeks ago talking about that vault that we talked about last year that people were saying. And I'm not sure if why why it was, why this is resurfacing now. They were saying it was too dangerous. Yeah, they were saying it's too dangerous. They're still saying it's too dangerous. Have you watched the video? Mm Mm-mm. So go watch, go to 60 Minutes on Twitter because all young people like us would follow 60 (laughs) Minutes on Twitter and look for the video. It is, I mean, the velocity at which your body is traveling is insane. Like it makes you clench your butt cheeks watching it. Yeah. But um, the conversation is still ongoing of whether this is too dangerous. Interesting. Yeah. So, so the Olympics are set for the summer still, right? Yeah. I mean, she's still trying for it. I hope she does it with a middle finger. At, now I don't know when they, they took the video of her. Like I don't know if it was recent video or yeah. not. She's not going to land that thing yet. Like she will fly flat, on, flat, fly flat on her face. Yeah. Does she just do it into like a the foam a pit ball? Yeah, the foam pit yeah. ball. The ball foam pit. pit. Foam pit. <laughs> pit pit ball. <laughs> pit ball. Anyway, I just I think it's interesting that we're still talking about it. And yeah. It's still out there. It makes me excited for the Olympics. Well, if she can do it, let her do it. I I agree with you. Come I, if. She, if she, if her coaches and and her specifically don't think it's too dangerous, right. like let the woman do it. She's an adult. I agree with that. She knows the risk. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's pretty harrowing to watch. You let grown men throw balls at each other's heads. Well, you let grown men men do this vault, and I can promise you, she's stronger than a lot of the men. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just watch it. Hmm. You know, tell me if you clench those cheeks. Okay. Uh, Tiger Woods. Babe, I thought you were dead. How did you react to it? Um, I had a weird reaction to it. I So I like missed it the night that it happened. I, I had unplugged that night. So I heard about it. I was driving probably to Ames in the morning and I heard about it and I like wasn't sure what had happened mm-hmm. and they were talking oh, about him. Oh, so you were him. getting like the next day. Yeah. Okay. And so I, they were talking about him 
as if possibly he had died. And I was like, what's going on? And then slowly as like we got, yeah, as we got more information, um, and I was kind of switching back and forth between like 1350 and, um, and KXNO and trying to get a clear picture of like what was going on because I just couldn't figure it out. And I think that kind of the way that like Dan Patrick handled it was good where he was like, I don't want to make any assumptions. I just want to say that I'm glad that he survived Mm -hmm. it and wish him the best. But there were a lot of others that wanted to make assumptions about speed or, you know, uh, intoxication. um, Yeah. Yeah. Or opioids, Mm -hmm. something that he'd struggled with. And that's another thing that Dan Patrick pointed out is that he has a long and painful recovery ahead of him for somebody who's had issues in the past with being addicted to opioids. So I, so I, it's Jared, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when, um, we're talking about Kobe, just like how you remember a specific moment in time and where you were when you heard news. And I have a very specific memory of the news of him getting in the accident when actually his wife was smashed, smashed his car windows. Oh yeah. And because at that time I was, I've never been a super big Tiger Woods fan because I always thought he was just this arrogant asshole. Um, but then we find out he has a lot of demons and he's human and that he, his upbringing was really messed up and suddenly it humanized him. And so he goes through that process and he comes back and I found myself rooting for him, whether he deserves it or not. Like he's a clearly troubled guy. Yeah. And then, so this happened and I like just went back to that, you know, the, what it must have been like for him to go through that and then to find himself however it happened in this accident and I just makes me sad to think about someone who has tried to better themselves and now has to go through this entire very difficult painful process all over again and I just hope he's okay yeah Definitely. I think that the the amount of stuff that he's done for like the Mm African-American community with golf is incredible. And like for me and for my family, that's something that is, that's something. You know what I mean? And like Serena's the reason we watch tennis. Mm -hmm. Tiger's the reason we watch golf. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it's tough because he is in the place where he is. He's so great because of who he is and, and because of a lot of those things that make us hate him. Yes. And make him make us feel bad for him. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you think about Tom Brady, like he, people hate him because he's great, you know, and because of the things that have gotten him to be great. There's very few people who are great who don't have people who absolutely hate them. Yeah. I, I mean, you're right. Um, Jared is I want to say something go ahead Uh, sorry no I think the cool thing about Tiger and this is like it's really rare for people who are basically superhuman Mm -hmm. where like that's where he was for the longest time Mm -hmm. is that he was unstoppable he was superhuman the best thing that ever could be that could ever happen for him I feel like is that it we found out that he was human Mm -hmm. I agree with you because suddenly he was human right And and it like it allowed him to have to face a lot of things right. for one. And then two, it like made it to where like there was a lot more perspective about like who he was, you know? And for a lot of those people, it's like finding out that they're human is like the worst thing that could ever happen. Right. You know, because usually it's, I mean, as bad as what all happened with the accident mm-hmm. and like that stuff was and like everything that had led up to that, it's not like he was like breaking laws, you know, like he wasn't killing people or something like no, that. You're but right. like, right. it's like where him like having to face those things, like made it to where now, like, I feel like he's probably a way better person. And mm-hmm. like, you can see that when he interacts like with his, his son kid, yep. and stuff like that and yeah. like how he just is, 
I think he's a much more appreciative of like everything that he has than maybe he ever was before. And like, that's what I think is cool about him. And when I saw that that had happened, I was like, it, there was like an element of it. It was kind of like a flashback to Kobe, mm-hmm. but it was like at the same time, I felt like right away when I got the thing that said that he was in a car crash, it was like, I'd never had that feeling in my stomach that it's like, this can't be real. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I was like, okay, well, I feel like if he was in critical condition and going to die, that would be, we'd already know that. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I think it's, he'll probably be okay. But. Here's the thing. Now that you say that, I feel like my, um, the FBI agent who runs my phone yeah, and who listens to everything that Siri. I talk about. Yeah. Siri. <laughs> what? How come they didn't tell me? I, just got I don't know. ESPN I did too. I got a bunch of notifications. I got no notifications. Well, maybe you had your phone. You said you unplugged, so maybe you were unplugged. Maybe. But I would have gotten it later. I don't know. You talked to the FBI agent. Clearly, they were asleep on duty. They gave me an ad for something that my sister-in-law mentioned. I didn't even type it no, in. This stuff. Can we talk about? Let in two weeks for our next one. We're gonna have a segment on this. Okay. Uh, no, we can't. Why? Uh, we rely on these things. This is proprietary information. To, <laughs> Shut up. We rely on Google Ads, so to an extent. Uh, not in a bad way. Well, no, a, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, I don't know. We don't want like it's funny. It isn't. It is incredible to me. It's funny how Chris has told me before about people that get pissed at him and say like, "Why is there?" That's you know, because you're searching ads, it. It's like because you probably looked at something that I made just, you think that there's going to be lingerie ads. All on right, here. so I, we don't have to talk <laughs> about this. I'm just going to say one thing. <laughs> that's actually. Wait a minute. That's actually true. People are mad. I know that there's lingerie ads. It's and based off ads algorithms. for like male enhancement on your Cyclone Fanatic, but. That's you. That's on you, bro. Okay, but here's the thing. What I don't understand, and the part that it equal part creeps me out and also amazes me in a very good way, is like the targeted ads I'll get are not things I search, but they're things. Clothes, for example, are things I really like. Yeah. So they can tell based on what I'm purchasing. Yes, those shoes you're wearing. My shoes. I bought them sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Because I got an ad for them, but and they I was were like, "Perfect for you." They're perfect. And you never, I guarantee, bing, you never bang, searched boom. like Cheetah Converse shoes. Never Converse. I, but I had just bought something from Nord's Rack, and they're like, "And we think you it's might so like weird. this." It's so weird. It's incredible. One time. So I'd search, search, search for this cookie cutter for like, oh, yeah. we might have already talked about I this. Think we did. And then I get on Etsy, like for years I've been searching. And one day I get on Etsy, they're like, we thought you may like this. And it was literally the cookie the cutter. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not complaining it's, about it. I it just is think it's beneficial wild. sometimes, but also sometimes I'm like. It's creepy. Why didn't you tell me Tiger Woods? Yeah, no, I don't know why you didn't get that. I got a bunch of them. That's so rude. You would have liked to know that one. That's one thing you would have liked to know. Do you think he'll play again? I'm sure he'll play again. I don't think try. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I mean, he's got rods in his legs now, but he also had a broken leg and he was just playing before, so I don't know. Yeah, he's 45 years old. And Mm -hmm. like, it would have been one thing if this happened when he was 35, I think even, but I mean, he's just so like he's old enough now that like yeah. you gotta wonder if you can come back and just physically play at that level. And it's that not you like it's to. a torn ACL. I mean, he had surgery to put his leg back together yeah. to reconstruct his leg, so because it shattered into pieces. And it was a compound fracture. <laughs> but <laughs> Tiger, if you want to come to the Principal Charity Classic, we will gladly accept you. We will make a bobblehead of you. Well, and that's what I was say. Like 
Tiger will always have a spot where, like, if he wants to play in a tournament, he can. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wish that now it's like you sit there and you wish, like, man, when he won the Masters that time. Like, I think we all cherish that. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, anybody who, like, liked him and was cheering for him. It was one of those things where it's like, man, I, you never thought you'd see this again. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, when that happened, I was like, well, this won't be the last I time. I know. Yeah. And it's now it's like, it's, it, it kind of sucks that you might. Might have been the last time. And it's sad because I don't, I would hate if he had to go out in a way where he couldn't go out on his own terms. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Why do I feel like singing, like, in the arms of the like angels. A really sad. Yeah. In memoriam song. Fly away. It's pretty good, Elisa. From me. But now all I think about is the, <laughs> the is puppies. The puppies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the puppies. The thing I don't ever understand about that, though, is the puppies <laughs> always look ridiculously sad, and then they'll sneak like a couple cats in there, and the cats are just like, fine. Well, it's because are cats just... are always assholes, Jared. Right. And I, I they see don't the get pic- sad. I see them, and I'm like, okay, you had me with the dogs, and then you threw some cats <laughs> don't in Don't ever throw the cats Those in. cats look like they have a nice life. I don't know. Yeah. The cats are like, bet, leave me alone. That's exactly right. No one bothers me in this little hole. <laughs> They give me food and they leave me alone. That's all cats need. I don't need a cat. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure cats are nice. Some of them are. They make my face blow up. So oh. no, they're not. I'm just not an animal person. But you like cheetah print. <laughs> yeah, I do. Established. Faux. What? Faux. Cheetah print. Faux. Faux. As not in. Uh, not real <laughs> cheetahs. No, but you would. How do you spell foe? F e a u x. Yeah, that kind of foe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to talk about Fo Cyclones show. in the NBA quick before we sign off? If you want to. I mean, this is your thing, not mine. Oh. So. Well, we had just Jared and I had started talking about this, and I just felt like we didn't have enough time to talk about just very quickly that. Halliburton is solid number two for rookie of the year, which is amazing, but also I'm sad that it's not going to be him. Um, Jared's wearing a Sacramento Kings, uh, what do you call that? Zip up? Got my jersey last week, too. Yeah, it's a cool jersey. It's a full zip, not a half zip. Full zip. Full zip. Or a yip, as Nora calls it. (laughs) Every morning. Can you you yip my coat? Oh, my gosh. So cute. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker has, Mm. like, exponentially increased the amount of minutes that he's Mm -hmm. playing and also the points that he's scoring. He had an 11-point game against Golden State the other night um, and only really played 16 minutes. Um, He kind of goes back and forth between playing, like, 16-30, 16-30, back and forth probably the last, like, eight or so games. Tyrese... um, playing pretty well he didn't did he not play the last couple games is he injured uh, i know he played against new york the other night uh, let me take a sip of my because i have z- i don't remember if that was friday or i know i can't remember the charlotte game or the detroit game but the stats both say zero that charlotte game they were up by nine oh. with a minute left and lost wow mm. That's not I, ideal. I don't. I don't know that he played in that one. Yeah. I, I guess. Um, Monte, um, kind of the same. Like he'd been playing solid amount of minutes, and then kind of dropped down to 15 this last game. But again, just kind of. I feel like quietly mm-hmm. playing really well. Like the quiet assassin. Yeah. Yeah. A role player. Yeah. Like definitely a role player. Doing a great job. Niang had his seven for that seven. That was so awesome. <laughs> from three, which was amazing, and. <clears throat> has really been scoring a decent amount of points um, off and on. Had 13 against Orlando a couple nights ago. Um, <clears throat> so those are kind of 
You got something yeah, in your throat there? Frogger you got a little froggy? Yeah, froggy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt Thomas not um, playing quite as much as he did last year or the year before. Um, Nader kind of just doing the same thing. And then um, I do want to mention that Lindell and the Wolves got two wins in the last couple days. Are they? In, they're in the bubble, wins. right? Yeah. Okay. And I think they were their first two wins. Good. In the bubble. So, yeah. good job. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's fun to see Tyrese all over the place. Yeah. Making me happy. Heck yeah. And he is, he's going to be like a consultant. I don't know what they're calling it for um, JJ Reddick's um, correspondent. correspondent. That's it. Yeah. I listened to um, his first little interview and it was really good. He's just the cutest. He is, even though he's really into Top Shot and I'm like, oh God. Jared, Jared's ears perked oh, up. I'm sure. Well, uh, Tyrese has enough money to afford to do let those me, kinds of things. <laughs> let me just say this, and I do tweeted this. Do your Beanie this. Baby thing. Every generation forgets about Beanie Babies. That is literally exact. I was so I was talking to Leif about this the other day, and I was me and him were talking. He wanted to get in, and I was it's like, "Too late, bro." I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna be honest. This is probably a really bad time, mm-hmm. yeah, to try and." Get oh in. yeah. But in, I mean, he wanted to buy packs, and like you can't buy. Tell That's him a whole other deal. he missed his opportunity to get the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Oh, the rest the of days. them are worth nothing. But that's what I literally said. I was like, "Dude, I feel like this is like the Beanie Baby." It bubble. is. Mm-hmm. We're at the We're, craze. Mm-hmm. This is like the McDonald's Happy Meal part of it. And this is it's the only hi- downhill yeah. from there. This is the highest that they'll they're ever going to be because the and that's why i said i was like the market is going to expand so much like and now they know how many people are into it so they're going to just keep putting out it's just like what happened with bean babies like did you speaking of mcdonald's happy meals did you eat your happy meal that you were going to eat i didn't get a happy meal well whatever did you eat your food no because i'm talking to you on the podcast oh my god he had so much fun he forgot to eat you guys he brought a hamburger and he's like i'm not going to talk i'm going to eat yeah he's like i'm going to eat he had so much fun he forgot to eat oh my gosh and maybe he didn't even forget he just chose not to because he was let's, enjoying let's it so do that much. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel so loved. Do you love us? <laughs> I guess I'll give you guys some credit for saying good, nice things about my mustache. You know, they were very backhanded. <laughs> I don't think they were backhanded no, at all. I don't think they were backhanded. They were legitimate compliments. Uh, you asked me if the flow of women had slowed down or whatever it was. I did. I did say I don't want to kiss them. But would Maybe you have said that? <laughs> no, let's be let's be honest well, about this. I was going to say that that's what first, my you, first thought was like. Did you want to kiss me before? I guess I was going to say uh, that. Did you want to kiss him before? That's true. <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> oh, that's true. I have never wanted to kiss him. Arnold, if you're listening, this is not me. This is not me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Elisa dying. I know the frog. <sighs> you need to wash it down oh, with. Uh, I forgot that I had a drink. You do have a drink, and it's got a nice metal straw. I'm impressed. You're saving the environment. Thanks, but this one doesn't have, like, a, a thing to keep it from breaking my teeth. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a whole different story. Those are important. It's scary. It is scary. <laughs> All right, anything else? Oh, and we're going to do some March Madness breakdowns in a couple of weeks. Heck, yeah, my bracketology. Bra- bracketology. <laughs> you forgot the T in that. Bracketology. All right, well... The basketball season is winding down. Softball's just getting started. So go Cyclones. Go State.